Hello, I'm Melody Asani. I'm Julie Burns-Walker. Today, we welcome you back to the Butterfly Forecast. My life is a spike with pain and music is my aeroplane. It's my aeroplane. Somber, sweet and sour, Jane, and music is my aeroplane. It's my aeroplane. Pleasure spike with pain. Chanel. Chanel, the name just rolls off my tongue just like that. Jojo. (laughs) Chanel, we're so happy to have you join us today on the Butterfly Forecast. You have been doing my nails for how long now? We started in March of 2021. Wow. Yes, a visit to LA last year in March connected us and we have been rocking and rolling since. Happily. Right. And I remember the first, our first time sitting down and we were both crying through the entire nail session because right. I was so moved by your story. So I first was five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was hoping you can start off by telling us how you started doing nails. In 1994, I had a friend in school who was wearing press on nails and I was ecstatic about them. She gave me something to bring them home. Um, My mom was in the hospital at the time, and my grandmother, who was kind of babysitting us, uh, was like, you can't wear those. So I'm like, no, no, you're too young. So instead of wearing the nails, I started designing the nails. My sister gave me a nail kit, and I started designing the nails. It was just something I liked doing. Fast forward uh, a month or so, my mom stayed in the hospital, and she... Um, succumbed to her illnesses and she passed. To focus myself on something positive, I stuck to nail designing. At the age of 12, I started my infatuation with nail art. I still couldn't wear them. My father at the time, he went to prison a month after my mom passed. So it was kind of like losing two parents at once. I moved in with my grandmother and I feel like because of just the circumstance around me, she allowed me to start wearing nails. And not only did she allow me to start wearing the nails, she also had me doing her nails on Saturdays for her church on Sunday. So my first client was my grandmother who allowed me to glue on prisms for her. It evolved from there and I learned how to do acrylic and all the money that I made from my grandmother tipping me. I bought nail supplies. I was synonymous in school for nails, like nails always done, never had a nail tech. I've always been my own. It's my happy space. It helped me develop a name for my business, Cure Nail Gallery, because it was not only a cure for me in a time of tragedy and trauma, it became a jail-focused business and jail has to cure in order for it to be possible. So Cure Nail Gallery uh, came about, and that's where we are right now. Just giving manicures all over the world. <laughs> right? I love it. It's, it's like the, the best job ever. It has afforded me so many opportunities and just fun, like true fun working. Like, you know, it doesn't feel like work, but it is work for me. But to be able to work my passion is, I couldn't ask for anything better. Definitely a blessing that's been put on my life. Definitely, you bring so many blessings wherever you go. Thank you. 
I, of course, I'm on the jealousy side of all this because <laughs> I get to see the, the work you do, which is mind-blowing. And, you know, Chanel, I have a question for you because I'm intensely aware, you know, fortunately, Melody will show me the picture in her mind of the nails she wanted or a picture of it. And then she'll show me what you did. Mm. It's like our greatest revelatory moment. She'll be like, wait till you see what Chanel did. <laughs> and, then, and then she'll take a little screenshot and I'm instantly in awe. And of course, I have to confess jealousy. But the thing that I wondered about so every time I see the original idea that she had or someone else had that she wanted, and I see your version, your version is like out of this world. You take it from a place of like a design that's maybe uh, an imitation of color and specific design, and then you add something that I cannot describe other than pure art. You, Jolie, that's so sweet. Um, Chanel, what happens to you? Like your lens, you're seeing something else. Around maybe like 2000. Seven, two 2008, I decided to go back to college. Going back to college, I went for business. Boring stuff, but still, you know, cool to do. So all of my electives, I took art classes. In those art classes, I met this little tiny woman. Her name was Lynn Chalet, and she helped me develop my artist eye. She helped me understand what shapes were, colors, dimensions, shadows. So from there, taking color classes, I took design classes, painting classes. And I think it just helped me kind of recognize what I was seeing and kind of be able to put my own twist to it so that I'm not mimicking people or like copying them, but just kind of interpreting my thing with their thing and hopefully creating magic for people. And I, I love the idea of being able to like just kind of look down at your hand and be like, yes, this makes me happy. So it's, it's a happy space. I want to present happy to people so that when I'm not with them, they can just look and be like, this makes me happy. So if I've made someone happy, I'm doing my job. I'm happy. I'm happy just looking <laughs> at her nails. I'm like, show me again. Show me again. <laughs> yeah, the last time I showed Julie these most recent ones, every time she's like, oh, my God. She's like, these are the best ones you've ever had, ever. <laughs> every <Right>. time. <laughs> I love color. So Same. I love that um, color is like not um, man-made. It's like the universe. God did this. To be able to just put it together, be it a couple colors, a bunch of colors, one color. I just, I love everything about it. It's, it's, it's really exciting to me, especially um, when I see the transformation, like how we start with the first layer. It's just like, what is this getting ready to be? I've had so many people say like, what is this getting ready to be? Or like, wait, am I going to love this? And I'm just like, no, trust the process. This is going to be fire when we get done. And to it's so true. see them appreciate what you know I was envisioning you know from that first layer it's just like I, I get geeked about it all the time that's incredible but look at all those layers you have to bring into being it's almost like it's like birthing something it is. you know you have to put your first layer down or like if you've ever watched a painter that the gesso they have to apply that foundation and if you watch someone paint you're like you don't know what they're about to 
capture and manifest. And that's what I think you do every time. I can't actually understand the micro art. It's like you are creating the universe on a nail, literally. I love it. I love, I love it. I love how you just explained that it sounds so much more than doing nails, which some people, you know, just that's what they think it is. And it's just like, no, it's so much more than just doing nails. Like it's Yes. It's so that I read this article. This man was writing an article about the mystery. He wondered why women were always looking at shoes and shoe stores. And he wondered like he wasn't wondering it in a critical way. He just couldn't figure it out that even at night, if they were walking somewhere and in a rush, if he was with a woman and there was a shoe store closed and the lights are off, she'd be like, do you mind if we walk across the street and take a look in the mm -hmm. window on our way there? And he's like, why? You can't go in there. And he said one day, he knew the answer, and I think this relates to your nails and the art you create. He's like, women their whole lives have been told you have to get it together, look like this, you know, push this in, pop that out, uh, rearrange yourself. And he's like, all they have to do is look down if they have cute shoes, and they're like, my universe is together. I am complete. I'm great. I'm wonderful. Look at these. I think that's what happens when you look at your nails. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it completes the, the overall look that you might have, whether you, you know, you're wearing all black or all the colors, like your nails are just like the, like the final touches to the complete vision. It's also confidence. Absolutely. Like I feel like it, for me, it's confidence because I like talking with my hands and I, and I feel like when my nails are done, like I even more so I'm like, I want to express all of this. Yeah, give it on, give and it on. so, yes. <laughs> and like, if one of my nails are broken, mm -hmm. it makes me feel vulnerable. Like I'm like, Oh, like you're trying to hide it or, you know what I mean? So there's something about it. It, it like brings parts of you out when you, for me at least, it brings parts of me out when I have them done. Like I just feel like I'm good. Like I could walk into a room, I could walk into a meeting and I'm good. And I used to think that that was superficial. I used to think that it was a lot of things and I don't anymore because it's so not. I feel like it's part of a design feature almost like it's like you you have what you need to prepare you for whoever you need to be like Julie talks about this all the time for me it does that it's like okay I I can go to work I can have all the meetings I can take all the calls I can whatever I'm ready and it just makes me feel more confident in that readiness mm hmm, hmm. Well, I also think I wonder, like Chanel, from when you first started doing your artwork, I bet you've seen mm -hmm. a lot of trends change what colors are requested oh, or yeah. designs. I don't think that's empty. I don't think that's superficial or materialistic. I think when people are looking for more energy or something to give them the confidence to represent where they're at, they're going to change mm -hmm. their nails because, you know, when you are shaking someone's hand or reaching for something in life, you put your hand forward 
Your nails are protecting your nerve endings. Mm -hmm. All of them come through your fingertips. I I think it's very Mm -hmm. significant that your nails are placed Mm -hmm. there. This is what we like hold someone with or put our arms around someone with. And think about it. It's really the beginning of creating a connection with someone when you put your hand out. You know, people who are fighters, you know, and they make a fist, look, all their nails are hidden. They're not putting any energy forward, nothing. They're ironically Mm -hmm. holding themselves back. And so, like, if you've got a symbol on your fingers, I've noticed where I live in Chicago, uh, it's still very popular that women, girls, they'll put symbols on their fingers, uh, sometimes their initials and some symbols, and they're trying really hard to put that energy out there first. That's what I see. So I wonder, what have you seen? What kind of trends have come by your way? And like, what do you see now? Well, at one point, I feel like it was considered ghetto to even have nail art. Like nail art wasn't something that was even kind of acceptable uh, mainstream. It was considered ghetto. When I was in nail school, my teacher, she told me, like, you should go on cruise ships. I'm like, no, I want to go to the hood where I know my work will be appreciated. I wanted to do nail art. That was something that was important to me. And we went from uh, striped lines to polka dots to cheetah prints to different animal prints to color blocking. And it's all come full circle right back. Uh, the gold pieces, the chrome nails, the and I use these a lot with nails sometimes, the Nefertiti pieces, like jewelry translates into uh, nail art now, which I think is so dope. Glass nails. The nail industry right now is just like, it's a dream just to see how it's evolved because it it, it, it used to be where pinks, French manicures, and reds were the norm. And that was what you, you know, would kind of would see mainstream but in around my way you would see the blues the greens the yellows the purples the whites the blacks all of it on one nail um so to see that that's normal now everywhere is just like oh they see us now so i think that's super cool that uh we outside where our nail art yeah well it's interesting because the nail art was always like if you went to the hood you could get your nails done but it was always airbrush Nobody was doing hand-painted designs. I feel like that's been an evolution. I wasn't able to find that until I came up on like Japanese nail art and they were doing all like the hand nail art. And I was like, oh, snap. At some point, I feel like Asian nail salons were only thing that people knew to go to. Like black nail salons are not existent, especially not in my city. We were always in a hair salon. Like I started my career in hair salons. Um, it wasn't until I started having children that I removed myself from that. But that was where you would find us, and we gained the clientele from the hairstylists. Uh, not until I, after I had kids, that I um, had my experience in Asian nail salon. It was just like, why was I ever in a hair salon? Like this is where I should, we should have all been. Like we should be in nail salons where people come to get their nails done. Like this is where people go to get their nails done. It was. It was a great experience, um, very eye-opening just to see, you know, how those businesses work. Like, I was just in awe, like, wow, no advertising. Are you the only Black-owned nail salon you know of in Ohio? Yes. So the nail techs that are Black in my city are in their own spaces, be it a loft or an actual hair salon. 
Pure Nail Gallery is the first Black nail salon, gel exclusive Black nail salon in our city that focuses on nail health and art at the same time. Do you know of any other ones around the country? I do. So in Memphis, there is Graffiti Nail Bar. I met her on Instagram, which I thought was pretty cool. There are some in Atlanta. I don't know any specific names, but I've had conversations with um, Lauren at Graffiti Nail Bar in Memphis, Tennessee. I hope for it to be a thing coming soon everywhere. There are a lot of places that I would like to see my people get cared for, understand what they're putting on their nails, what's healthy for them, not just, you know, getting a service. It's kind of a hurry up and buy kind of situation. So I'm sure that the more I move forward and walk in my purpose, that those things will align. It's not present now, but I feel like I'm aligning myself to be in that position to make those things happen or at least to the table when those things are happening. But I also love how you pay it forward because you also bring a lot of people under your wing, right? Oh, absolutely. I have a team of three right now. It's myself and three other people. Hoping to grow that once we are outside. It's been a joy to work with them in the last year just to see um, what a mentoring situation can provide for people. I feel like when I started in the game, I didn't have anyone to tell me the do's and don'ts, the you know, what things look like in this field. So to have been able to experience different uh, pieces of the industry and share it is really exciting for me. Not only that, I'm looking forward to doing community outreach. So as someone who experienced trauma at a young age, um, I want to engage girls or boys for that matter too, who are going through or experiencing trauma. Um, help them with the outlet, give them something that I found humbly on my own, but it wasn't respected. So no one in my family thought that, you know, being a nail tech was a great career choice. It's just like, eh, you know, I guess, but fast forward to my life now, it's just like, man, yeah, Chanel, like you really, you know, you're doing great things. Like we see you outside, we see you here, we see you doing this, we see you doing that, we see you working with this person. It's just like, yeah, but I've been doing this the whole time. Like, you, you <laughs> That's always how it is. But I want to be able to afford that to other people, though, because it, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's a fun gig. And the freedom that you, I have is unmatched. Like, I couldn't imagine doing anything else with my life right now. I love that, too. That's incredible. If you were going to do something other than nail art at some point, would it be to teach others? Or would it be to expand it in a business sense or do something different? All of that, I do. So so outside of the salon that we're opening, we did a mural in 2020. I um, reached out to some artists, some local artists. We had the notion, um, I believe in the world, there was uh, a lot of people putting like Black Lives Matters um, on streets and just, you know, painting different expressions of what was going on within the world. So I was able to gather four artists and we did a mural. We called it Storytime, BLM. And in the mural, there's a young Black boy who's reading a book and he's reading the story of his legacy, a story of the culture. And it was fun to put that together. So yes, I do want to do some art things. Um, I used to do canvas art. That was all part of, you know, being in my painting classes. But I haven't done that in a long time. I have recently been buying canvas, but I have yet to actually pick up a brush. But I did recently get an iPad and I've been using, um, there's an app on here that one of my artist friends told me about. And I've been trying to do some things with that. So 
I'm trying to get back into the like a paper brush thing, but my mini canvases, they keep me, they keep me busy. They, they really do. But definitely some art shows I like to see happen in my space. Um, I don't want to just be able to do only nails in there. I want to have events. Um, my daughter is um, super talented for seven. She's executing things that I know I wasn't or figuring things out that amazes me. And to be able to showcase her and just, you know, have her exposed to something that I wasn't able to get exposure to or be seen in a way that um, I missed out with my mom being gone. Um, I'm excited about doing that too. That's amazing. How do you see your business growing, Chanel? Because as it is, like your home base is Cleveland, but you come to L.A., what is it, like a week every month? Yeah, like every three weeks or so I'm in L.A. I see myself with um, some products. I would like to do an art kit, brushes, paints, polishes in a wide variety of color. I feel like sometimes as a like kind of a nail nerd, I get frustrated when I can't find what I want. Like I know what I want, but it's not always like readily available. So if I could create something like that, I think that'd be cool. The gel express ones that we use, I absolutely love that product. I think it's the most genius something that's come out to the nail, the nail industry in a very long time. So if I could actually work with them, that would be dope to create my own shape. Educate for sure. Um, I think there's a need for after school programming for nail school. So in nail school, you learn how to get your license, but there's some nuances that you don't really get to tap into. So if I had like an after school kind of programming, I would love to do that as well. I'm working with someone. It's crazy how the universe puts people in your lives, like right when you need them and that that is not connected. So I have someone helping me with the curriculum, which I'm excited about that will allow me to speak better when I'm trying to give information. So yes, education as well. I do. I want to open mini cures everywhere. I think cure is necessary in every community, specifically the Black community. So if I can find spaces to hold transparent conversations, get some healing and therapy going on, I don't see myself leaving the nail industry ever. It's just, it's in me. It's what purpose in my life. So I'm in my purpose on purpose. Yeah, it's just about evolving within Absolutely. It. It's interesting how like when you evolve a business, it always extends towards service. I love what you're talking about education. And I also love that, especially in your field, art and education merge together, art, education, and business merge together. And I feel like uh, so many kids are feeling that the future is futile, that we're heading nowhere. And um, what you can offer people. It's a cure even at the level of education. You know, it's instilling the hope. Yeah, my son is interested. Mm. Even my son, like I recognize the Asian cultures, there's no um, barriers of who can do nails. Men and women both equally share the platform. So to bring that to the Black community, I think would be dope. My son has interests. He recognizes different things. I showed him some work I did. And he was just like, is that Matt? And I'm like, nah, it's glossy. But, you know, he, he's intrigued <laughs> by it. And that makes me smile. So get them on board. Just, you know, even if that's not the career choice they have, but just something that they can do with a hobby, you know, whatever that looks like. Even if it's just designing press songs or something like that. I, I want to do that, too. There's, like, nothing I don't want to be able to tap into. Or even give um, access to my team who have, you know, dreams and vision as well. Um, my little sister has a fashion background that she works with and she got a license last year and to help you know help help her create something within that i think would be cool fashion things for the hands and 
feet, you know, that can be sold within our space, I think um, is dope for her. She hasn't completely been sold on it, but that's just what vision I see. It's so much to do that it's not just sitting in a chair doing people's nails. It's, it's a lot, and I love everything about it. Do you feel like you've always been creative? Yes. I believe my mom was creative. I believe my dad is creative. And if creativity is something that's hereditary, I definitely got it from them. They just uh, weren't able to like, kind of tap into it the way that I feel like I have been able to. So to be able to live it out loud is super exciting for me. Yeah, and I'm sure your kids will probably live it out even louder than you, <laughs> which uh, is the beauty of it yeah, all. That's the beauty of it all. To see them, I get excited. Just little things I see them do creatively. And it's just like, man, what does adult life look like for you guys? I just, hey, I'm here to see it. Yeah. Chanel, do you ever dream where you're going or dream a design or dream, like, is your dream world just like your process, like everyone else's? Or do you? Dream in color. I daydream. I don't dream at night. I daydream. So when I'm outside or inside, I can just hone in on something and it's like, yeah, we're going to do something with this. Like this is going to be the the focus. Be in my bathroom. That's my new happy space in my house. The drive to school with my kids in the morning. Uh, you know, we look at the sky. We look at the colors. You know, we soak in what's what's not man-made. Like, I, I, I try to help them, you know, see what's bigger than them. No wonder your designs are so limitless. You know, you don't limit yourself to man-made ideas. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do stuff over. To think of all the things that I've tried to put on nails or have done, it's just like, you forget about stuff. Like, to go back through my pictures, it's like, oh, I forgot about this. Like, this was a goodie. <laughs> like, I don't post everything that I do. I try to take pictures of most stuff that I do, but it's so much stuff that no one's seen. I have it, you know, for my, you know, my archives. Just to go back, I actually went through my archives on my um, business page, and I was just like, oh, I forgot about it. Like, I should recreate some of this stuff. Like, why don't I do that? I don't repeat, but I ought to, because I got a lot of stuff in should be repeated because it's really good. I feel like you should have a pick, like a coffee table book at some point of all your designs. One of my friends told me about that. She uh, she was thinking about that, um, doing a coffee table book. That's definitely something that would be cool and fun to do. Yeah, because you want to bring the dimension, even though it's micro art, you want to bring it up so everyone can really see what you brought to it. Like the nails you just recently did with Ikea, those gems, they were like 3D. They're not 3D. They're holographic. Right. You, you put so many layers in them and you can't convey it unless you really have a look. And I, I practically meditated on them as they were so mesmerizing. But I loved them. Oh. And it's hard to catch, sometimes to capture pictures of those things. Like, I don't know if I just need a better camera, but sometimes the things that I see in person are not what I can capture in a picture. Like, I got some some videos of the kids nails, and I got a, a couple pictures, but they don't do any justice until you see it in person like those are something that have to be lived like you got to experience those in real time and but those were definitely magical nails i absolutely love them it's true because even when i saw her nails i couldn't even fully see them when she showed them to me it was only like as she was moving that i'd catch different aspects of them and i'd be like wait hold up what this is insane crazy like what i was literally looking through them 
to see what you put in there. Because I was like, what? Where are the layers? Like, how are the layers? Oh, it's like- but I love that you also are like, trust the process. Because <laughs> there's often times where you're doing my nails and I was like, I have this moment where I'm like, what is she doing? That's, <laughs> I don't know if that's what I want. And then I've just learned to be quiet now. And then at some point I'm like, there she goes. Thank there you she goes. Me. Thank you for There it is. Me. It means the most. Sometimes I get that though. Like I, I don't let people do my nails. Like I, I've been my, my nail tech for all of my nail life. So to sit in someone's chair, you know, I'm definitely like, what, what, are, what is that? Like, let me see before you do that. Like, I've definitely <laughs> been that person. So I get that, you know, it's like that. But taking the kids' pictures, I was so excited, like to see the sun hit. I'm just like, oh, let me see if I can get that. But the camera never picked it up. Like the sun was hitting my face. Wow, there's... The outside world and your art world, they kind of intermingle. Yes. I bet you would be an astonishing, maybe you already do, but an astonishing photographer because you have that rarefied lens. I don't. I can't do pictures. What? So it's funny. Um, My niece works with me. I'm 40. She's 25, 26. And she'll tell me, like, you got to do better with your pictures. Like, that's not given. Like, it's not giving like your your Instagram looks like you're 40. And I'm just like, well, I am 40. She was like, but it shouldn't look 40. I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, she's helped me understand lighting a little bit, like how to catch angles, um, how to do videos. She's helped me upgrade my my lens a little more, but I'm still working on that. We haven't perfected it, but we're a work in progress. You know, what's amazing is though your eye does work that way, like in those dimensional ways with light. And going back to the famous gemstone nails that you just did. So I saw them indoors and I was already mesmerized. But, you know, later we went outdoors. And when I saw them outside, <laughs> they're a whole nother oh, level God. of... It's the emoji with the, with the cloud that does this. <laughs> yes. like, it's that guy, like. It's, yeah. it's so it that was amazing so i think it takes like your mind works like 3d so i guess anytime you have the ability to capture that with any lens sushi i love that idea of a coffee table book of chanel's beautiful artwork so you can see it it's art oh i have all the ideas for chanel <laughs> i'm always trying to manage her you. her life Chanel, do you have like a a spiritual practice or something that grounds you? Or is it just your nails that like the process of it that grounds you? Because it kind of feels meditative when you're doing it. It is that. But I just feel like you have three children under the age of 12. 11, 7, and 3. Yeah. 11, 7, and 3. You have three children you have a whole husband. Yeah, shout out to him for holding it down because he has he has been right now in the other room somewhere in the house. So yes, shout out to Donald. <laughs> my man. We love Donald. <laughs> but you do so much and you still want to do so much more. Like, how do you stay inspired, stay buoyant? Because I know when I'm tired or when I'm pulled in too many different directions, it's really hard for me to even get inspired because I'm just tired. It's like I'm just trying to catch okay. up, but you always seem like you're energized and buoyant and just like excited and ready. And it's the little people. 
It's my little people. Really? So having knowing that they're watching me and they are watching, like, and also being like remembering what it's like to be a little person. You know, um, having someone to to look to, to talk to, to be seen by it's it's them that keeps me moving because I want them to know that it's it's unlimited out here. Like whatever it is that you choose to do, want to do, want to go after, don't want to go after, the world is yours to to do it in. Like it's it's not as big as it appears to be. Um, but if you stay true to you, my mom when she passed, she came back to me and she told me to be truthful. So being that truthfully me, authentically me all the time is what keeps me energized. Conversation, always wanting to grow. I love learning new things. The change of scenery has helped a lot too. Um, being able to visit the sunshine in LA is really healthy for me. Uh, it gives me a break from Cleveland where our sun doesn't always shine. Like this morning it was very gray and now the sun's up. But just not, you know, being, feeling like I'm just stuck behind a chair being willing to explore different things. I'm, I'm sometimes really nervous, but just being okay, being uncomfortable. Like sometimes you got to be uncomfortable and stuff and see how it works out. But just knowing if I'm bringing my authentic self in, it'll be all right, whatever that looks like, you know? My friend over here, she's jacking me up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that part. Um, just just bringing Neil to the table. And Neil hasn't filled me yet, so be it nails or nail, we can't go wrong with it. So that's what it is for us. Did you feel like you grew up with people reflecting back to you that it was unlimited out there for you? Like, or do you feel like you had that in you and you've brought it, you've made an effort to bring it more forward for your kids? I feel like I had it in me. I feel like my mom tried to cultivate it. She kept me in church. I grew up in church. And church was a fun place for me. I have church friends that I still talk to. I don't subscribe to it as much anymore, but that foundation definitely kept me. And just knowing what it was like to be seen. I have therapy too. I've, I've done a lot of therapy um, to help me stay there. Just knowing that I needed something um, and being able to, whatever that was, to seek it out. But church was the foundation for that. And my mom seeing me and knowing what that felt like is what makes me want to give it to my kids. Yeah, working through so many things like I didn't recognize it for a stint of my time I was angry and finding out that even in that anger God never left me so you know having those aha moments I have a lot of things they're called God stops so those God stops help um have helped a lot along the way it's gotten a lot easier with the God stops now the whole I get it's like yep you're right where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there like everything it's all Gucci right we did that makes me um, confident to, you know, just keep moving the way that I've, I've been moving. And you have an angel mama. Right? I do. My friend wrote something, we gave something to me um, recently. My mom's death date is 328, and uh, the 28th and the number 40 kept coming across. And she sent me something that kind of spoke to me at the time, but I just recently reread it. And I was just like, wow, like, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's that emoji guy with this thing going on again. It's just right where you need to be, right in your, you know, literally in purpose, on purpose, right where I need to be. Like, there's nothing that, even with the ups and downs that I'm going through, it's all good. Like, I'm I'm, I'm in this, the space I'm supposed to be in right now. The universe is, is working around me, for me, and with me. There's nothing like that in the whole world, feeling like you're in sync with where you're meant to be. 
even especially as things are falling apart out in the world, as things are blowing up, as the craziness increases and the fires rage in people's lives and our lives, uh, what you're describing is the cure. Hashtag cure nail glory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's called cure for a reason. And it's time for a cure, like seriously. Um, and even with me, like not even outside of my life, things are exploding inside of my, my life right now. But I'm still finding happiness in that because it means that <laughs> there's growth coming, like something's shifting and more greatness to come, you know. But said I wasn't going to get on here crying and I feel some tears welling up and I don't want that. <laughs> I'm typically a big father. But Chanel, that's what makes you such a wonderful teacher. Because, you know, we can't pull it out of thin air. You have to see the way it got demonstrated. And I really appreciate you sharing your story because your story and your process, those are footprints that people can go, oh, she didn't just like pull this out of the air. She came from a place where I can relate to. And I feel that it has to be relatable. Otherwise, people Absolutely. don't believe in their own success. And they can't really believe in the cure. As, right. You know, some people start to think, I'm just meant to not get anywhere. I'm just not meant to. And, and they think it's about that destiny. Instead of knowing, no, 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 you may be missing one footprint. Right. And I believe we all have that. Like, I, what I'm experiencing is not like just something that's magical for me. Like, I feel like every person can somehow tap into this. It's just, I don't know, we got to connect somehow. Like somehow I just want to connect with them. Like, let me just give you this. On the flip side of that too, it's like everybody has such big impact. You know, it's like we always think of sort of like a hierarchy in society in terms of who does what. Like doctors are more important than garbage men or more important than whatever. And it's not true. It's it's so not true. It's like every single one of us has a thing and it's important. And you're literally providing cures, probably more cures than most Western doctors are. Do you know what I mean? I do. And I do. <laughs> it's contagious. These last couple of years, I think that I've realized more than anything how important it is the company that I keep and who I allow around me and what thoughts I allow to, or what kind of projections I allow in. And it's been such a joy having you around because I feel like every time I leave you, I'm inspired. And every time I leave you, I feel like just like more of myself because you're so, you're so yourself that I, it makes me feel more like myself. <laughs> and that's also, I think what you put put in your nails yes. you put that in your mm. nails and that's why i'm so happy because right. i'm like i can't wait to see what she does next <laughs> that is awesome like that is so great to hear like that i'm not crying on here i'm just kind of onion over there but now that makes me so happy to hear though like that that's what it's about for me like that's what i what i want to give that's what i want everyone to feel like around me that that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Well, Chanel, I personally hope that you build a multi-billion dollar nail industry because I feel like if anybody can do it, it's you. You have the vision, the talent, the heart, like everything. I just feel like I could see it, smell it, taste it. Thank you. 
And so I hope people will go back to this podcast in years and be like, oh, my God, you guys had Chanel. Right. Like, we'll be like, yep. Yeah, we know. Talking then, talking then. Yes. Yeah, but you have to still do my nails. Oh, I, you, Just don't I, stop doing my nails. Yeah, you don't realize how much of a blessing it was to even have met you. Right? To, to have cried with you within the first five minutes of us knowing each other is nothing that's normal for me. So whatever question you asked me to trigger that was just like, well, who is this woman? Like, I don't even know her. But to, you know, have gotten to know you, um, sitting with you, and even, um, you know, just witnessing what you're doing outside is, it's awesome. And you also are inspiring. So I'm just glad the universe brought us together and that um, from that magic is happening. All three, especially if you move to L.A., <laughs> come on <laughs> Chanel thank you so much it's been such a an honor truly yeah such a joy to be together and Chanel thank you also for being so transparent here because now everyone has a feel of you everywhere thank you ladies for having me um, I appreciate you extending your platform to me and letting me express what I sometimes feel like is little old me Love you, Chanel. I love you back, Mel. Love you, too. You enjoy the rest of your um, day. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Love you. Peace out. And that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us. See you next time.